Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. I am so excited to be here again for another incredible conversation to share with one of my favorites that keeps being asked to come back, Jacob Danner. Hi, Renee. (laughs) And today, after our very fascinating conversation about sex and romance and passion, it's only, in, you know, the next step is to talk about travel and with... Romantic destinations. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, I mean, that is such a big part of what we do is figuring out, you know, a time and a place and a location. And a lot of it has to do with the romance, obviously, mm-hmm. of a destination. So I brought Jacob back today because he is such a world traveler that has been just traveling around the world and exploring so many places and reporting in. And it's just so incredible to... I'm honored to be alongside of him as a friend, as well as like hear his stories and just watch all the things that he's doing to help people live vicariously through you. <laughs> um, that I want to start off by talking about. Um, you know, we 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 encourage people after enough you know time of getting to know one another is that they take a trip together. Sure. Because the reality of it is, there is nothing better of getting how to get to know someone when you go on a trip together. Like how many bags do they pack? Are they packing five bags and have three shoe bags and like accessory bags or are they packing one bag? Like all these things you learn when you actually travel. Absolutely. And unplug from the fast paced world that we live in to really have that quality time together. Well, I think uh, the important part of uh, taking a trip together is you don't have all of the escape paths that you have (laughs) with just going out on a dinner date. You know, if it gets a little too intense or... You can't go to the bathroom and text a friend and say, bail me out! It's like, (laughs) yeah, so I think getting in that point where a little bit, there's more disclosure about who you are and what it would be like to be with you. And that can be scary, that can be frightening. But it's also and for us women another... start to see you without makeup on and being right. your more natural element. <laughs> it's it's the whole previews of coming attractions that make you decide whether you want to go to the movie or not. Exactly. <laughs> and the same with about relationships. Sometimes it's like it takes those kinds of settings for you to discover. You know what? We're, we're, this is not going to work. This is uh, you know. You've got so many great qualities, but here's some basic deal breakers for me. And uh, I discovered a few of them on this trip, and I don't think it would work. You know, so like um, sociologists say that um, one of the greatest uh, uh, keys to intimacy, besides communication, is shared risk. And so in any relationship, especially in families and in marriages, 
having a shared risk. That's why going whitewater rafting, things like that, where everybody... Te- like, and I say team building experiences. That's so right. You know and I think that those are things that gonna... when you're under pressure, when you're fearing for your life, you know, when you're out of your comfort zone, a lot of times some of those things <laughs> let fly. Right. You know, it's like... Do they stack step up to the occasion to help survival tactics or are they yelling and screaming at someone? Yes, did our Sunday school teacher just drop the F-bomb? I mean, it's (laughs) like, you know, you learn things about things that it's like, and and I think that's important, is that we approach a certain level of authenticity that sometimes we need help to get to. Right. Because we're not used to that kind of disclosure, especially in relationships when we're so attracted to this one person we almost start tiptoeing away from the landmines. We don't want them to find out because it, it might kill things. So we try to conceal those things to our best ability so that this thing can happen. Right. You know? So you have a shot at having, you know, good communication and taking it to the next level. I think that, you know, I mean, this is a little bit off of travel, but, you know, I do believe that when you find that right person, they make you better. Right. And sometimes you don't know what better looks like in your world until you meet that person, but it has to be obviously equal. And so, you, of course, you learn that when you're taking a trip somewhere. And, and how do you plan? You know, we did an activity um, on personality types when we were going through our whole uh, curriculum program. Yeah. And Kimberly was awesome. She did this experience of, like, separating the difference in personalities, the P's and the J's, which are more of the planner type and then the more laid back. And each group had to put together a trip that was their activity in separate rooms and we we're going to come back and we we're going to share the trip so the directions were there of how this activity was going to work as an observer walking around being in each room and i'm not going to share my personality type which some of you know or not or whatever is uh, it was amazing how the one side of the room they are planning down to the the socks they're bringing the type of clothes they're bringing the excursions they're taking where they're going what time of year it's going to be the weather the temperature the climate and all those details then you go to the other side of the room and i don't think they got past talking about like the sock that they were going to put over their shoulder in the backpack of just going wherever the wind blows them. Uh-huh. And it was so funny when we got to, after 20, 30 minutes of talking about this, and we asked them to present their trip plans, they were, the the one personality type was completely prepared for this amazing excursion, right? Which I was like, that sounds like fun. And the peas were like, we'll go on that because of that was the personality difference. And I'm not Absolutely. saying, you know, my parents married 53 years. They're polar opposite when it comes to that. And I always love asking my parents when they go on these great trips of like, so how was it? Well, my dad will have a slideshow. He'll have all the details. He'll know all the places they went and what they did. And my mom was like, well, the weather was a little rainy here or it was a little nice uh-huh. there. Or, and it's so funny, but my mom had an amazing time. She just isn't articulating because she's somebody that allows my dad to do all the planning and she goes along with the flow. Right. So, I, you know, I mean, it's also, it can work, but it's also a really great great way to navigate how people are different when you're going to trips and well, travel. Temperament and personality types, they are different. Um, one is not better than the other. They're just different. Right. And the, the whole thing about uh, taking those kinds of tests, which I really advocate, mm-hmm. uh, love language tests, uh, personality, personality, temperament, I mean, uh, all of that, that, that helps you to understand 
maybe wear some of the conflict, maybe some of that abrasive, abrasive uh, experience that you have, you know, because one person likes to be spontaneous and just fly by the seat of their pants and the other person, that drives them nuts. Right. They got to have all the plans. They got to know every piece, what are we doing, uh, you know. And I'm a little bit of both. So, and I found that I really feel like the adventure of travel is uh, one of the most thrilling parts of it. But not everybody has an appetite for that. So, right. you know, discovering the certain level you have for risk-taking, mm -hmm. for adventure. You know, the guys up there, bungee jump! I was going to say, the ones that want to jump out of the plane. And That's like, right. Yeah. And the women are like, margarita on the beach. Right. Which is another big question, you know, we always ask, and like, where, where are your ideal travel locations? And some people will be like, oh, Caribbeans. And other people want to go to the museums and go see historic sites. And other people are like, oh, I don't Others are foodies or going to the wine region. I yeah. mean, it, it, and, but these are all parts of relationship and learning how to find each other. Is there enough core uh, compatibility and common interest that will make this relationship interesting and also will it last? Right. You know, and so taking a trip together, things like that, you start realizing, gosh, this person is so different from me. Right. And I really like her, you know. <laughs> well, and of course, you know, our obviously business is all throughout the U.S. and, and, and further. And, and, you know, so we often are introducing people in different states and countries and things right. like that. And so I always say, I mean, when a lot of my clients are fearful of, oh, you know, distance and is hard, which I get it. But I always say they have the best communication. Sometimes they like to meet middle in the road, middle of the road, so it's not in anybody's territory, right. and it forces them to really have time to, you know, get to know each other and navigate. I mean, one of my couples just last week is they both met up in Atlanta, and right. there's a lot of things that are still closed there. So she, you know, his comment was a woman that can just go, you know, fly by the seat of the pants. We had like a we ate a. Uh, I had a salad out of a plastic bowl, but there were no complaints. We laughed and had so much fun. He right. goes, my desire was going to be this romantic dinner, but it just didn't end up happening because right. of other circumstances. But they're doing so well because of those little details that then made them kind of work together as a team. And that's right. what travel is really all about. And um, so I, I love that you're very seasoned and obviously travel in the world. And I'd love to get your opinion on some of the most romantic places that you've been to. <laughs> well, um, the Apostle Paul uh, states that uh, it was an admonition to men. He said, dwell with your wife in understanding. And sometimes that means going shopping with her. You know, um, it's very illuminating to go shopping with your spouse or a potential spouse and you find out what they're what their self-image is a lot of times, mm -hmm. um, that they might have certain problems that they're dealing with and wrestling with. Uh, what are their goals for themselves, their family, how they buy, what purchases they make. That's very interesting. Yeah. Do they shop for bargains or it's like, money is no object. Well, when it's your money, that's fine, but when it's right. mine. <laughs> right. You know, so part of planning a trip and especially if you're making plans on behalf of someone that you want to invite along and coax along, it would, it would benefit you to have some understanding of what they like, 
you know, what gets their motor running? You know, uh, are they going to appreciate an adventure travel experience? Or are they more something that's low-key museums and galleries and beautiful gardens and architectural things that cruise down the Rhine River, um, you know, visiting um, the wine country in California or be it France or Italy? Um, you know, those are things, uh, are they a foodie? Do they appreciate food or is it more utilitarian? Like, oh, we just get it done. I don't care about it. You know, and the other guy... The other person is snapping photos of all their food, you know, right. they want to get all of it and the other person just, you know, jammed it down as quick as possible. Those are all things that make and break a relationship over time. Absolutely. And so, again, taking a trip, um, there are so many wonderful places around the world. I've been to 44 countries, which puts me in the top 5% of people in the world that have traveled. But that's still only 17.5% of the nations in the world. Yeah. And, uh, but I've more recently, since COVID and the whole pandemic, um, in the fall, I took a, uh, a one-month road trip. I flew from Jacksonville, Florida to L.A. and decided to rent a car and just drive back across the country and had some amazing experiences. I went to nine national parks and... You know, so that city girl in your life who's pretty high maintenance might not appreciate, you know, that 15 mile hike with about a 2,000 foot uh, gain of elevation. Right. <laughs> you know, they might not want to be out doing that. They would rather maybe be out doing some dancing with you or, right. um, you know, again, browsing the markets. So having a, at least some understanding of what that other person wants, unless you're planning the trip together and designing it. Um, but discovering America was just amazing because uh, that got me on the hunt to want to add all the national parks to my bucket list. Yeah. All 50 I states, so I'm down. I only got five left to go to. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and if you want some great tip ideas of where to go, you must, and we'll put it down in the notes in this podcast of Jacob and where he's been, you must follow him because he's got some of the most incredible stories and just video and photos, and he's just like our world, world traveler. <laughs> well, I just got back from my epic road trip, which I left the end of March and came back the first week of June, and drove, I left driving my car, and drove from Florida, uh, all the way up uh, through the center of uh, the country, up across the border of Canada, and visiting, I got 28 states and 17 national parks and drove almost 15,000 miles. And, uh, you know, there were some places I stayed, just hotels, but there were some Airbnbs, some historic bed and breakfast, uh, some great little cabins and things that were just fabulous. It was like I'm sitting there like, I'm enjoying all of this beauty by myself. I was know. just about to say, but I was waiting for you to finish. So if there's any lovely single ladies out there that would love to explore... Get in the queue! Get explore <laughs> the world with Jacob, please write in, send us a private message, and we will follow up with you. <laughs> for sure. Um, but I just, I, I love your sense of adventure. I love your optimistic just views on life and, and seeing all that God has designed for us to see and explore yeah. and, 
and doing that with the mate is so important, you know? And so I think this is a great topic in conversation to also discuss when we're talking about everything else that, you know, planning a trip with somebody or at least asking them, well, how are they on a trip or, right. or whatever. But I think you, you don't know until two people actually go on a trip somewhere together. Right. And people that don't feel comfortable, I mean, a lot of times we get the question, well, okay, so do we do get two separate rooms? Do we get two separate, you know, beds? Do we, I mean, again, this leads to people's personal decisions, especially when you're just dating and you're trying right. to, to get to know someone. And The key is respect. The key is respect, yes. for sure. And so, I mean, that's something that you both should discuss through instead of blindsiding somebody right. to feel uncomfortable. Who's going to pay for it? How does the money divide up? You know, Right. Like, like those details, too, are, are important. And um, The guy know, might be thinking... You know, we're going Dutch treat here, and she might be thinking, uh, you know, this is your thing, and I think you should, as as your potential queen, uh, you should you should be paying for it. Right, all which this. is our next topic we'll get into on money, but I don't know. We'll get the experts in there. I don't yeah. know if that's either of our topics, um, but yeah. So I think that if nothing more from this is, um, it's just really important that you kind of talk about, I mean, I feel like, you know, we always say by the fifth or seventh date of what we do when we're doing the introduction, because we've already asked a lot of these topics is you should be thinking about like, where can we go if it's just a weekend getaway? I mean, there's so many places just around your town that you've maybe never done before or explored and you've always wanted to, I mean, be playful in the relationship that you're in either it's many many years married try new things or you know fresh new into a relationship and in suggesting those kind of activities and things yeah it's not just travel is not just destinations but experiences exactly you know and i think back to the apostle paul's statement about dwelling with your wife and understanding your spouse and understanding you know is is i think one of the great romantic things and caring things that you could do is to reach for someone else's heart, to reach for their heart, which means you have to not consider just what you would want and what you want to see happen, but you're trying to discover what is the thing that makes you know, her motor run? What is the thing that touches her heart? What is the thing I can do that shows that I am thinking about her in a very caring and loving way? And I think making a trip plan or having one of those little spontaneous experiences that in that gap, okay, uh, we're finishing up here at three. What happens between three and five when we got our dinner reservation? You know, it's like, well, then you sneak her off to this one little special thing where you have her portrait painted or something like that. Or or you go into this great place where you can swim with dolphins or right. it's you those know, little extras that show someone that you care that you're, you're thinking about it that. yes yeah absolutely. you're not on autopilot being an autopilot in a relationship is a, a death blow oh totally know? and a lot of people will say to me well what if they don't like that or what if that's going too far i don't really know i always say you live once you know, right. say that you tried everything and see how it's received, then say you didn't or you wish you did. There's, There's nothing... ways to test the water without giving it away. Right. You know? I mean, of, really. Of course. And so I think that so many Hey, times... reach out to family members or their girlfriends. Yes. And just say, yes. I want to do something very special. And they can give you tips, you know, and uh, you never know. 
Right. I love it. It's such a good good advice. And um, of course, I always love having you here to talk about love and romance well, and all the things that are inviting me. It's always fun. Of course. So we'll have you back on. And if you have any questions, please and again fill it. You'll have to fill out a profile. We'll put that on there, too, if you're interested in meeting the famous Jacob that I would love to interview and chat with you to uh, share more. So uh, we hope you have a great afternoon, and we love you, and we leave you at this moment, and can't wait to talk to you soon. XOXO! It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.